0: Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of Match It and the Other Guy. Kevin and I are sitting outside my home, as always, at Charlotte, North Carolina, on the banks of Lake Wiley. We have had a lot of rain this morning, Kevin, but it seems finally to have given up.
1: It's slowed down a bit. Uh, It's still quite foggy, quite chilly, Yeah. quite wet. It is quite wet. And if you can hear a drip, 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 that sounds like it's the...
0: Gutter drip, 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 dripping. That's exactly what it is. Mystery solved. That's right. All perfectly natural ambiance here. I'll tell you what, though, talking about natural ambiance, where have the geese gone? (laughs) They probably, probably don't like they're being sheltered.
1: That's right. Yeah. Of course, we say that, and the whole flock may come yeah. come by any moment and inject their uh, thoughts into our process. It's incredibly other than the drip to drip of the gutter. It's
0: very silent down here today.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I noticed that when I first got here, and the fog is lifting a little bit too. It's foggier when I got here. Yeah, not a half an hour or so ago. Well, typically when we do
0: these. Uh, Conversations down at the lake here. I have no idea what what we should be talking about. We've already been talking for about five minutes <laughs> about nothing. So give give us a rough idea of where our conversation is heading today. All
1: right, all right. Well, uh, you may remember a, a few months ago we were just kind of out here having a chat in the evening, and you kind of had some questions about how the American school system operated and things that we did traditionally yeah it was quite different than what you did very different and yeah. uh, it kind of we had, had a good good conversation about that I think it'd be good to revisit that and talk about the differences between uh, how, how schools are handled in England and here
0: yes that, that, yeah sure no problem yeah well my experience of education in England uh, was what is known over in England as the comprehensive education this is obviously in the 60s and 70s and all state-run schools. And um, we, would, we, I mean, I, we may have had this conversation before, but um, there was almost no chance of us going to college and onto university. It was, it was never going to happen. We were always headed towards the trades to be yeah, I a mean, yeah, carpenter, yeah, mm-hmm. a machinist, or whatever. So um, it was a very basic form of education. Um, but again, because England and much of Europe he, even into the 60s, was still rebuilding after the Second World War. I'm convinced in my own mind that that's what the government were trying to do, uh, was to encourage apprenticeship training as opposed to encourage folks to go to college because the country needed craftsmen. Yeah. Different, I think, over in the States.
1: Yeah, did, now, did y'all start, did y'all have a kindergarten, or do they call it preschool, or we some other had name?
0: We primary school, uh-huh. primary school, and um, yeah, so our little local primary school down in the village, I, mean, I'm, I can remember being, I think we were five or six when we started there. Kindergarten starts at five. Here. Yeah, so that would be pretty much the same, um, and then that, that carried on until... I want to say nine or ten, when we went to high schools. And that that obviously required moving to a different school. But our primary school was, I mean, absolutely typical little village school, you know. And um, much of it was was colouring and playing and making models and singing and, you know, playing sports and... uh,
1: and you were already in the manor house
0: at that yes, time. Yes, yeah, I was, now, yeah.
1: Did you how far was it? Did you walk to school or did you get a ride or did they have a bus system? We or anything? used to have a wonderful little
0: minibus that would pick us up, courtesy of the of the government, of the council, local council, that was run from the local village garage. So every morning we would get picked up by a minibus. And one of the mechanics from the garage would be driving the driving the little minibus, <laughs> pick us all up and then you know, sort of go around the houses, the far-flung little farms or whatever. Because there was a lot of farming community there as well. So as much as I was isolated away from many of my school friends by being in the manor, many of my friends were also the children of farmers. And those farms were kind of far-flung as well, you know. So, so pretty much each
1: stop was just like their, that family. <laughs> yeah, it it, it so may absurd. be little Susie, but it may be Susie and Johnny and yes, Billy.
0: Yes, it, it was exactly that. Um, and then in the afternoon, they would, uh, uh, we would jump in the minibus from the local garage and uh, we'd all be taken home again. Yeah. And then when we moved to high school, the high school was in uh, a much bigger, very small town or a big village called Shepshed, whichever way you look at it. Now it's a town because everything has grown. But back in the 60s and 70s, it was probably more right to consider it a big village. And we went to high school there. And I think that was 9 or 10 when we did
1: that. So then, and then you went till about age 18. So you're like in, in that that school eight years-ish? Uh,
0: yeah. Well, um, we were there... Uh, four, let me see now, about four or five years, I think. And then we went to another college. You know, and uh, we were there for a couple of years until 16, and then left and straight into straight okay. into employment,
1: yeah. Yeah, we would have been in the middle of high school at uh, 16 okay. here. Yes. But we never had
0: the same sort of, we had years, like first year, second year, third, fourth year. Um, but we, we never talked about grades. You know, grade, you know okay. first grade, second grade, third grade, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah Now that I think about different. it, when you see like uh, something like a TV show that's British-based or whatever, they tend to admit what year you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, for
0: folks who are completely unfamiliar with the school system that I'm describing uh, in England and the type of school it was, I, I would urge anyone to have a look for a movie called Kes, K-E-S, and it's pronounced Kes for Kestrel. And it was a terrific movie that was shot in the 19... I want to say it was the early 1970s. Uh, and I think it was up in the north of England, either in Sheffield or Oldham or somewhere around the north. But it gave an absolutely perfect indication of what awful, awful education we as kids were put through in England. So have a look for that film. Is it a, it's a fiction, great, film, fictional is, movie or a yeah, documentary? It, no, it's, it's, a, it's a fiction movie based on a novel which was called Kess, and uh, the, the, uh, the author of the book escapes me. But I do remember just seeing this for the first time and thought, my goodness, this is absolutely spot on to what education for the vast majority of kids was like in England in the, in the 60s and 70s, yeah. Yeah, you'll find it I'm sure it'll be on YouTube. Oh, yeah. yeah, something to check out. Yeah, so how about you? Tell me a little bit about American uh, schooling system that I would be unaware of.
1: Well, we start we start with kindergarten, and that's five. And yeah. it, you know, you could have preschools prior to that, and usually that's just kind of like a family choice. You may pick a local one, maybe somebody. Maybe you do it through your church yes. or something like that. It's kind of babysitting slash getting them ready to, right. you know, the basics and stuff like that, and every family kind of, I guess, kind of picks their way to go. And then you enter the public school system starting with kindergarten, and generally, we, you know, what you call primary school, we call elementary school.
0: Yes, okay, yeah.
1: And most will go through, and every, every county and, and, and area, it may be quite different in how they break them up. But when I started, the school I was at was kindergarten through sixth grade. And then I guess we, we ended up moving. You probably recall I moved to Florida. Yes. Uh, so as I finished fifth grade, over that summer, we moved to the rental house that was just kind of, until our renters were out of our home in Florida. So it kind of gave us a little buffer until we could move to Florida into the house. So during that summer, we moved. So that meant when I started a new school year, I was in a different part of, this, uh, part of Knoxville, the city you know, I was, grew up in. And I went to, I guess it was, that was called middle school. So I started sixth grade there and went through half of it because we made the move to Florida literally right after Christmas, right, or right after New Year. Okay. So it was actually a good time to move because you're, you're switching semesters anyway. So I spent half, the, half of sixth grade in Knoxville and then started my sixth grade down in Florida. And when I hit the Florida school system, or in, in Leesburg, Florida anyway, Lake County, they were broken up into where they take their elementary through fourth grade. Then they have a middle school, fifth and sixth, just those two grades, and there was two of those in, in our town. Okay. There was east and west. And then after you did that, you went, everybody went to the same junior high school for 7 and 8. And then everybody went to the same high school for 9, 10, 11,
0: 12. Grades we're talking here. Yeah. Right? yeah excuse yeah. my ignorance here. So when you went to junior high school, what, what age are you when, you when you attend junior high?
1: Well let's see I was I turned twelve when I was in the middle of sixth grade, so thirteen.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Around thirteen. Yes. I turned thirteen that first year of junior high school, seventh grade. But some like I hear I've heard like some uh, cities, counties, whatever may have throughout the country, wherever, they may have junior high as say seven, eight, nine. And then your high school is only three years. I've heard heard of that. Right. I think they just however their system works or whatever and Different areas. Had I stayed in Knoxville, I really wasn't sure what was going to happen after six because I really hadn't gotten that. Far. I only finished up fifth through there, and I wasn't thinking where I was going to go next. So, had I gone, had I stayed, I would have ended up in the same high school my sister had been many years prior because we lived in the same house. But yes, I moved. So there you go.
0: Yeah, and and so the difference between junior high and high school it's an entirely different school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Different, different, you know, campus.
0: Yes. So I'm thinking if I can try and relate that back to my education in England, it would have been primary school, high school would have been, I, I call it high school, you would have called it junior high, and then high school for you guys would have been, I guess, sort of college for us, but it wasn't university college. Exactly. Yes, yeah, for, for, for the difference. last couple of years, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Traditionally, I think most high schools throughout U- the U.S. are 9, 10, 11, because you're freshman, sophomore. Junior, senior, yes, and then you're out. And again, most people turn 16 around the middle of that. They start driving, um, and then you start driving to school and stuff like that too. So.
0: Yeah, that sounds. Um, yeah, when I when I when I look over the Atlantic to the states as a kid from England, the idea of driving to school is just an amazing thing, you know. So for many years, I I, I grew up with this idea that you guys all had college jackets, and you're all driving in open-top cars to school, which is just this amazing image. And if it is oh, yeah. the 1950s
1: perpetually, we probably did learn, do that. Yeah. Well, that, yeah,
0: you know, yeah, that was the image. That was the impression I always had of, of American
1: education was exactly well, that, based on that. Yeah. I think that kind of spurred the conversation that we had quite some time back that, that led to, Baron, that you're asking about uh, varsity jackets. Yes, and absolutely. What they were used for and such. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah, they were, you know, again, I mean, it kind of went back to, you know, I'm not sure of my history, but before the varsity jacket, I think it was the varsity sweater back, you know, if you watch old Happy Days episodes yeah. and stuff like Richie's wearing his and sure. stuff like that. So I think it just evolved. To, Usually you know, with one jacket. big
0: letter, on like the big R or yeah. whatever it would be. Yeah, if you go, go to Rydell, Rydell yeah. it's R. <laughs>
1: and if you, you know, we were, of course, Leesburg, yeah, yeah. so it was, and we were kind of, our, our school colors in uh at Leesburg High were orange and black. Okay. Which made for an interesting jacket because you mm. had the the black body and the uh, orange sleeves. Yeah. You know, we look great at Halloween because we're right in, the, <laughs> right in the right color mode.
0: But, uh, yeah.
1: Which one of the years that we had homecoming, our homecoming dance was on Halloween. I remember that just kind of coincided. See, that's something else that we
0: simply never had. We may have chatted about this before, but you guys have all these wonderful, it's, and tell me if I'm wrong, again this might be just an impression from the movies and watching Too Much Happy Days, all these wonderful prom dances and events that we just simply never yeah, I remember had, you never said had you anything like never that. had a thought about We never had a prom, we never had anything. We might occasionally have a sort of end of year dance get together in one of the um, in one of the assembly rooms, you know, but it was such a low key thing and no one really wanted to be there. Um, but no, absolutely nothing like you guys have on this side of the Atlantic.
1: Well, traditionally, you know, of course this is most, most high schools if not all of them throughout the country you know, they'll do their their proms and you know where I was it was the junior senior prom so you could go twice you could go as a junior and then you could go as a senior yeah but you could go you know attend if you weren't in those uh, grades and then uh, but throughout the year we we're always every maybe three weeks or so there'd be a Friday night dance at the school Incredible. Yeah. We, and they, they would, at our school, they did it in two places. They did it in the gym, which I think is traditionally you know, always the booths were yes. Most the Yes, okay, way. yeah. But ours, we'd have it in the cafeteria, which I kind of liked the ones that were in the cafeteria because what they would do is they would just clear out all the tables in the middle okay. and stack them somewhere else. There was built-in booths on the edge, which kind of made it nice because oh, nice. if you weren't dancing yeah. and you just wanted to sit and chat with your date or your friends or whomever, you just popped in a booth. Right there, and he got ready to dance. She just kind of hopped up and, and went there. And two, he had, had a lower ceiling, so honestly, the acoustics were better in there. And I, I always liked the ones in the, yeah. in the uh, cafeteria, but I don't know how many schools ever ever did them that way. And did you always have school bands playing? You know, no, it was a DJ, and okay. he'd be playing. the right. I, I can't remember his name now, but usually it was the same same guy. Um, and he just had a you know a good fairly good sound system and a microphone, and he'd have the uh, mirror ball. And yeah, shine the light on the mirror ball and and all that. And he just had a good selection of I'm sure records back then. He would literally just put the platters on and start to, the next one as one would end. Yeah. And it was the music of whatever was popular at that time, whatever was being played on MTV. Yes, it was
0: Yeah, it wasn't all music from the 50s then, as I would no, imagine No, that.
1: Yeah, was, in our era, it was you know Prince and Bon yeah. Jovi and Def Leppard and. You know, whomever else, ready for the world, or salt and pepper, yeah. or something like that. You know. Oh wow, yeah. And and sports,
0: of course, seem to be a much bigger thing for schools in the states than ever it was over in England. To be part of the school team on on any particular on any particular sport seemed to be something uh, to aspire to. Is that right? You wanted to be a part of the team. Was that, no, that I mean, was it, that a big thing?
1: It, it depends, but yeah. I mean, most of most every school always always the football team is usually the central focus you know yeah. you, you have rivals and you play the next county over and and all that and they get to you know you get a built, built up rivalry going but yeah you know, like our school I can just tell you right off the top of the head you know we had football we had baseball we had a golf team we had tennis did you wow. we had weightlifting I believe while I was there they formed the soccer team I believe that was yeah. in my era of being there that they formed a, the soccer team I'm probably forgetting a couple swim there were swim dive swimming and diving so, Incredible. Yeah, we had all kinds of stuff. And these wonderful facilities to enable it to all be played. And I think so. I mean, yeah. we, had a, we had a pretty nice gym. I couldn't tell you, you know, this was the mid-'80s when I was there, and I couldn't tell you when the gym was built, but it was, a, you know, a nice gym. There was a weight room. We had the football field on the campus. We had the track around Traditionally, they'll put the track around it because it's good use of yeah. the same space. Yeah. You know, the bleachers can serve for both. So the track was around that. The baseball field, I think you just uh, you would use the municipal the ones that belong to the city okay down at one of the parks so how would you t- so how would you get there to play baseball from from school uh,
0: would everyone w- walk
1: down or was no, it- no 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 it was, it was a little further than that They you'd bus over yeah, yeah yeah pretty much any any team sport that you were gonna be playing another school or something you know and you may be at their uh, site yeah. so everybody would pile pilot in the bus that was assigned for that job that day and yeah. the driver would take you over there. And it sounds absolutely magical to me, Kevin. I, again, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't
0: want to keep giving this impression of great hardship <laughs> in England. But I mean, you know, we never had sort of dedicated sports facilities. We did have a, a gymnasium, sure we did, but I can't remember an awful lot of equipment being in there. But things like um, there wasn't really a running track. I mean, there may be a track marked out with, with white line paint lines on the grass, but it wasn't a permanent track. Bleachers, what are you talking about? There was no one going to watch us play sports. We had none of that, absolutely none of that. And the soccer pitch, football pitches, I should say, talking about English football, but soccer pitch, um, that was just marked out, as was the cricket pitch, you know, but there wasn't a dedicated place to play all rugby or anything else. It was just one big, rather uneven field, you know, where we played whatever it was at the time, but... Um, very little, actually, in the way of or- of organized sports, uh, but we—I we, mean—we took part in sports. I, I think at least twice a week. I mean, we had to do it. Um, it wasn't the most pleasant experience because the showers were all freezing cold, oh. and you know all that stuff. Well, we call that PE here, yeah. your PE PE lessons. PE lessons. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: physical education lessons. We had to do that. Yeah. Well, either either I can't remember if this just happened by chance or either I strategically planned it that way. But I I. Perfectly made it where PE was my last period of the day. Mm, okay. Whenever days I had, had it, it wasn't every day of the week, yeah. I'm sure. So if I was hot and sweaty, no problem. I just got in my car and went home. Yeah. No, <laughs> so, you say you arranged it like that. Could you arrange what lessons to take it throughout yeah. the day? Could yeah. you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'm, sure sure. There was, I'm sure you're just going to pick hodgepodge willy-nilly. You've got a okay, they're only offering this at a certain time. But, yeah, mm-hmm. when you start laying out, at, and actually you did that in junior high to an extent, I think. You could choose some things that were specifically geared toward your interests But definitely in high school,
0: you know, you had to take
1: certain core math and you had to take certain core science, but you may pick one or the other uh, out of those. And then you had your electives, which were, you know, I took uh, uh, graphic design and I took, always had art. I took art every year, Uh, every year I could. I think I did it, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did it every single year I was there, which was I was so inclined in my but, interest anyway. I mean, just clarify this for me in case
0: I've got this wrong. So you could decide, you know, hey, at 4 o'clock, or whenever the lessons change, at 4 o'clock on a Thursday, I'm going to take chemistry. Yeah, if it's offered at that time.
1: Yeah, we have periods. <laughs> wow oh, so what luxury we had seven periods in the day yeah so yeah they were I think 50 minutes long maybe 55 I think 50 okay uh, so you you'd you'd, si- you'd sign up for that block and then you there was two lunch periods and there's always there was two of them so it kind of how your schedule fell yeah. is where your lunch ended up being you may be at the first lunch or the second lunch because they just had to accommodate you know half the kids at one time to serve them and right such. right so You'd pick whatever period is this. I forgot how we juggled it all now to to pick them and stuff like that. It seems remarkable. I I didn't know that
0: happened. I mean, we, uh, once again, the austerity of English education, we would arrive at 9 o'clock, I think, is when we started. And it was, I think our lessons, I, I want to say they're about an hour long. I think they were like an hour long, and occasionally would have double whatever it would be, you know, double English or double chemistry, yeah, yeah. or yeah. if something you know, needed it, yeah, you know, double falling over on the playing field, doing whatever we we're supposed to be doing because no one could really figure it out. But, you well, we
1: started at nine. What time in the
0: afternoon did you wrap up? Uh, I want to say it was three. Okay, it's about three o'clock, and then everyone back on the buses to go home. So yeah. from uh, high school, um, that was quite a coach coach trip because it was a, it was a good, well, I don't know, maybe ten miles, you know, sort of back back home. Yeah, we were 7.30 to 2.30 at high school, so it was an early start. Yes, I've seen that in the... Yeah, you, you guys do start very early. And, and, and again, I'm going back to the 60s and 70s, and things may have changed out of all recognition in England, but uh, we never used to start that early. We were getting up around 7 o'clock to um, get dressed and do whatever we needed to do, yeah. breakfast, and then walk down to where the bus would pick us up you yeah. know, and all that stuff. But uh, I, th- I have a feeling we used to start at 9 o'clock.
1: One, one thing that I did, now this was my senior year, because, too, you're, you're kind of getting toward the end, you know, if you've done everything and gotten all your requirements and stuff like that. So in senior year, I took, uh, they called it study hall, or I think they might have even called it being a teacher's aide, but I, I arranged it where my first period of the day on that, it was like, I think it was a whole year, it might have been that last semester, I was a, quote, teacher's aide for the drafting teacher. I'd already had drafting classes. Those are two of my electives. I did at least two years of drafting, which I really liked. Okay. And so I scheduled that for the first hour of the morning. So really you're in there and you're just at, at a table and you can kind of do whatever. I mean, not get in trouble or anything. You're just kind of left to your own oh, devices. devices yeah. But if the, if the uh, teacher says, hey, I need you to take this note to the, the principal's office for me or something like that, you're there to do that. But yeah. he didn't need that 99% of the time. So what I would do is that left me an hour. I didn't have to do homework at home as much because I always knew I had an extra hour sure. the next day. Yeah. So I wasn't as pressured to get stuff done the night before. always had, you know, and I'd hit school, and I'd be kind of awake, and you're kind of getting going in the morning. Your you know, synaps- synapses are faring pretty well in the yeah. morning usually. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Hopefully. Right. Hopefully. Um, so I would get a lot of homework done in that first hour that I had to get done for that yeah. day. So. Uh, did you have homework
0: every day or every night to do No, it? no, no. I mean, I, it's hard to remember now, but
1: no, I mean, not yeah. every night. Or some nights, maybe a heavy amount just because X amount of teachers decided to give you something or maybe just light because the way it fell, you're, you're lighter. Yeah. But I always tended to get it done, you know, after dinner, and uh, I'd always have the TV. I just, my my... Method was I would always be in my room, have the TV on. I didn't sit at my desk. I just didn't like that. I had this board that I used to just sit on the bed and use the board to bear down on. Oh and wow! Okay. Yeah. Do my do my studies? You know? Yeah. So I mean, how
0: uh, as an average, how many hours a night would you be doing homework? Uh, two or
1: three hours? Or? No, it well, I, It's hard to remember now, but hmm. let's say one to two. Is yeah, is my guess. Yeah.
0: I used to quite like homework. I, 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 like this, I like the idea of working in quiet um, and I would, I would take to doing homework. In fact, a couple of times I remember my dad would tell me to stop, <laughs> stop doing it, <laughs> stop that homework, that's never going to do you any good. Because <laughs> he thought I was doing too much, you know, but I hey, I'm in the middle of nowhere, when it's not a sunny night, or you, you're not going to be out in the, in the woods and, or playing in the gardens of the manor house. I've so got to do something. So, I mean, I quite like the idea of just sitting there and studying, you know, and uh, going through the workbook. And, yeah, but uh, I, my, my dad did stop me a few times for doing that, you know, just doing it too much. But that was probably my, my favorite time of the day, really, was doing homework. I liked it.
1: Yeah.
0: Our uh, physics teacher. Uh, I think his name was Des Fell, if I remember right. He was, was a great chap, uh, Des Fell, and uh, I enjoyed physics. Uh, but he had this <laughs> rather progressive attitude towards homework where he just said, you don't need to do the homework, which we all thought meant, well, don't do the homework, then. <laughs> great. No. <laughs> but later on, he said, look, oh, I'm not going to force you to do that work. It's up to you. You either want to study the class or you don't want to study the class. But I'm not going to. If you don't want to study it, I'm, I'm giving up with you already. Yeah. Stay here and work if you want to work. If you don't
1: want to work, forget it and go home. Yeah. yeah. Many teachers are different. And, of course, people, you know, how they how they study and how they like to study are, are totally different. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't stand in a quiet, just being quiet and doing something. It would make me crazy. I'd have to have. I'd have the TV on, music on, something. I've got to have stimulus somewhere. I had another teacher that threatened to throw us out of the.
0: the we were on, like, you know, in our school, we'd have like two or three, two or three stories high, you know. One teacher would always threatened to throw us out of the window if we spoke in his, <laughs> spoke in his class. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the joys of being a kid! Is oh yeah, I mean, yeah. If we got d- yeah. deeper into this and started telling stories. i probably got a million of them, but gosh, yeah, we had a good time. And 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 two and one thing I noticed, you know, moving from. Even Tennessee down to Florida, down in Florida, they were, almost everything was outside. You know the hallways were just uh, aluminum-covered walkways, whereas you know in oh, wow. in oh, okay. Tennessee and I'm sure anywhere up north and stuff like that, you're enclosed. Yeah, but we just weren't. You know, I just wasn't used to that system. And you went down there, and they were they were you know mason mason buildings, but you know they had the doors literally open to the outside. What's a what's a mason building? Well, like right? a a center block. They're made oh, okay, of you know, right. made a masonry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Right. So right. it wasn't like they were, right. you know, just, you know, sheds or anything. But yes, they were. So each classroom was its own self-contained building, if you. No, like. actually, what they would be is rows of them. Like you would turn down the little walkway, yeah. and there might be three doors on the right, mm. three classes. Down oh, okay, that right, right. And if you went, you know, they're whatever feet to make it the, to make the right it'd be another row of them yes and that's how this one was set up you know I'm sure different schools are architecturally different but we did have what we had called the main building and it was kind of uh, not an L shape because if you actually went in the front gate which nobody used it was more ornamental than anything mm-hmm. you go through the front gate and you'd walk up and there was this fountain and if you went around the fountain and kind of kept the direction you were going you would hit the main office but if you turned right or left it would take you either into I guess the right wing or the left wing or east wing west wing whatever they wanted to call yeah. it and then but we always came in through the, the back door just the way the parking lot was set up and the way you went but that was a two story self-contained you know fully air conditioned heated everything was in in one area so if it was pouring down rain and all your classes were in there yeah. you're better off but everything was covered the walkways would get you to somewhere but but it's florida so it's mostly warm all the time so.
0: yeah and how were your le- your lessons you say were 50 55 minutes long were they were they punctuated by an alarm bell type bell ringing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: throughout throughout the school i guess the same bell control we we had
0: the same thing yeah. and we used to we used to play <laughs> this is completely disconnected from education We 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 used to play this game my school pals and i whenever the whenever the class when the bell rang when the class we would have this. We used to call it the mad dash to get from one one lesson to the other. And if it was down several flights of stairs and along the school you know, the walkways to a building that was some distance away, you know, there was just this, this mad clatter of people dashing down the stairs to see who could get there first. You know? Just, just, for, just for, for just for just for fun, you know. Uh, obviously, um, but one of my school pals had figured this system. I remember it to this day. It was such a genius. Obviously, the teachers didn't want us to do this, and we're supposed to walk everywhere and not run. Yeah. And uh, so, one of my school friends had figured out that when the school bell, when the when the lesson bell rang, to end the lesson, if he got hold of the door and flung it open with all his might, he could be out of the door and dashing down the stairs before the door slammed into the wall so he was gone and so the next person out whoever it was let's say it was me for example it would be match it stop <laughs> so i'd get i'd get into trouble for opening the door which of course was nothing to do with me i was yeah. just the next one out Who, whoever it would be you know but yeah i remember it to this day uh he absolutely had this figured out he, he always had the jump on us every lesson because he'd wait for that door to slam into the wall but he'd be
1: gone I, I never remember us being that eager to get to the next class. I will say that. Believe me, it wasn't,
0: it wasn't the desire to get to the lesson. It was just the desire to play in between lessons.
1: Well, I mean, let's, let's say you were in the, in the main building and you had, you know, your next class was, you know, one story down and a few doors down. Right. You're all set. you got all the time in the world. Yeah. But if you were on the side with the chemistry building and you had to make it all the way to the gym. Yes. You better hit it because, and I forgot how long we had between <laughs> five minutes. Yeah. Maybe more. It might have yeah. been more. I, it's hard to remember now.
0: Yeah, but, uh, you had to be there on time. I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, you've told me the. the
1: fortunately, the, the, if you did have an understanding teacher or yeah. coach, you know, you go like, dude, I've got to come from all the way over there. I'm doing the best I can, yeah. and you know, if you if they were cool about it, you know, they understood. But uh, yeah, I mean, this depends on how your classes felt, you know, as to where you had to be. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I must say, my as much as I I, I paint my um, the picture of my education in England as being rather odd. Uh, it was this, it was an experience shared by countless hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of others. Uh, but I, on the whole, remember enjoying school. My school years were certainly high school. I think um, because I think in those years <clears throat> you leave what I would call primary education, go into high school. So um, kindergarten, elementary. That's when you start to form those friendships that will last a lifetime. And oh, I still yeah. have friends now. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. yeah, friends that I met when I was. 10 11 when I first went to high school in what I would call year one um yeah I mean my you know one of my best friends I mean I'm still in touch with him now but we met on the first day at school I remember I I didn't know anybody were in a different we're in Shepshire and I of course I would associate with uh, a village on the outskirts of that but I needed to borrow an eraser I'd done something wrong uh in one of my books and uh this lad had got he would got an eraser on his on his desk there, and I went up to him and got into a conversation with him. and said, "Can I borrow your eraser? I, you know, need to uh, need to make a, you know, need to cross something out." And that
1: we are friends to this very day. I talked to him there, only yeah. the other day. As a result, oh, of that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, something I definitely wanted to to cover because I remember how curious I was about it. You said in England, mm. private schools are the public system, yes. and. Public yes. schools are the ones that the you kind of arrange to go to. Yes, Which exactly. is totally opposite from here. Yes,
0: yes. Well, yes. It would be too easy to have it the same one, literally. That's right. So, uh, what I would consider to be you know, public schools uh, yeah, would be, let's say, the one we've all heard of probably is Eton or Harrow. Uh, they would be considered to be public schools. Yeah, yeah.
1: So if, then everything, it was just considered private because it was like, Private to the local area or something like that. Maybe, uh,
0: well, or? you had to apply it sort of to to a private establishment to get into them, you know. But that's, okay. I mean, I hesitate to say that's the class system at work in England, but that's the class system at work in England, really. And for the rest of us, oinks, we were, we were all going to the comprehensive schools. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't
1: heard the term <laughs> oinks until we go back to University Challenge on the young ones, which is good that you brought it up. Though. Yeah, well, so there it is. But, um, yeah, hopefully the whole
0: system has, um, has changed somewhat. But, um, it was very basic education. I don't think the government had an awful lot of money, uh, you know. <laughs> I've, I've I've done okay out of it, right? You know what can you say? It's the experience that we all go through, isn't it? You know, good or bad, but uh, um, it, it, at least it gave you an insight of what what may be possible in the rest of the world.
1: Now, if you started, say, you know, in the the, pri- the very first year of primary, and you yeah. went all the way through the, the, the college you know, after high school, and the, the the college, did you stay with generally the same group of students through yeah, that whole
0: time? Um, no. Uh, our primary school and, and college were kind of the same group of people. But what I would consider to be high school, junior high, uh, was in a different location. And the guys and girls from that school, they went to a different college after that, in the same locale. So my, my, my high school days... At the side of the high school was was a finishing school, like a college, if you like what we talked about earlier on, sixteen, seventeen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. That that age group, and all the kids from Shepshire and that village, they went to the different school. And because we were from a geographically different point, we were bused back to another college for the finishing years at kind college. Of- yes, yeah. It's a great shame, actually. I wish I'd have been able to stay. Uh, we could. I mean, you form such such bonds with 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 folks at school, that all of a sudden they got sort of split up again, and we had to go to different schools, which was a bit bit sad,
1: really. Yeah, I will say, you know, again, I wasn't in the the Lake County, Florida system until middle of sixth grade, but I'm sure, and I can't remember how many elementary schools there were there. There probably weren't that many, but then everybody, you know, as they converged, like I said, by junior high, you're carrying on with these same people. And if you grew up in that town, I'm sure you, you you knew other friends and stuff. So a lot of those people just, you know, grew up completely. Yes, together and stay stayed with the same group. But
0: uh, my memory of, of junior of, of high school for me, junior high. Um, again, we just talked about it. You form bonds. You're right at that age, that very that that, that age where you're forming bonds that last a last a lifetime. But I felt very comfortable in that school. We all knew one another. So there were no strangers, you know. And uh, um, I guess we all started to form sort of cliques or little groups, there was the guys that loved to play soccer, football and, uh, you know, I I found myself in that group that were we liked to read and we liked English and we loved Monty Python and that sort of whatever whatever sort of little clique or group that you want to call that, we all felt very comfortable in each other's company and um, we felt accepted and wanted even in in this quirky, comprehensive education of England in the 60s and 70s It, it felt like a we felt, we felt not wanted. Well, yeah, wanted. We felt sort of involved, I suppose. And then when we went to college after that, and we all got split up from each other for those final two years. That was taken away from us, and we were yeah. all of a sudden surrounded by strangers again.
1: Now, at, at what point it was most when all the students were the most at one time? About how many did you have at one? Oh gosh, school? I, don't, um, I mean, I'm going to
0: say in comparison to the states, a much smaller number. I want to say that high school we probably had. Maybe 500, 600 kids. Yeah, that is very yeah, small. Yeah, I, I, I might be way off there, but I, I mean, thinking down to the size of the building, it's, it's another thing, isn't it? When you go back, you, you have a look. Unfortunately, my high school has been demolished fairly recently, but, um, you know, on the, odd, on the odd time that you drive past... Where well, we went to school as kids in England. You look at the school building, it's so much smaller than I was an adult. Yeah. Isn't it, Ryan? These things look so much bigger when you're a
1: kid. But yeah, I'd think five, five, six hundred six hundred maybe. And how, about, and how about for you? Uh, my high school was about fourteen hundred. Oh, wow. You know, and still, yeah. and it, it was still a small city, was it? I mean, it? Yeah, I say, wow. I, it's hard to say town. Leesburg was a city, yeah. a small city. But it's the it's the kind of setup where it's the one high school for Leesburg, whereas the next county over may have the one high school for that yes. small town or city. So, you know, it was the one. But and I'm not sure, you know, had I stayed in the, the Tennessee system, there was many high schools in Knoxville. Yeah. But how big the class would have been, or the school would have been at the one I would have gone to, I'd probably just probably an easy research but and I probably know some people that end up going there actually. Now let
0: me let me ask you this: uh, If you could choose a, a movie, one movie that would represent to me the education system that you went through in the United States, in, in comparison to my comprehensive education in England, what what would it be? What what, what movie do you think would sort, kind of sum up your education?
1: Oh, trying trying to nail down to one might be kind of difficult, but I would think probably because it was my era and these came out during during high school. Um, I think just watching the John Hughes movies of that era uh, okay. are going to take you right down the right path. Yeah, so what, what
0: were the title of one or two of those? Oh, three? so
1: you got got Sixteen Candles, Breakfast Club, yeah, okay. uh, Pretty in Pink, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, oh, that, all those one a good, I'm very familiar with. You yeah, know, yeah. often comedic, but yes. you not know, not a... Not a not off the accuracy, accuracy yeah. of what it was like back then.
0: Yeah, so not actually the, uh, the the Greece or American graffiti images that I have over in the States. Over no, that in England, would have been well before States. my time, and I'm not <laughs> yes.
1: sure how truthful
0: those that's, were. That's right. Yes, well, as I said, I think for me it would have been KES, which I think was a Ken Loach film, K-E-S. It's a Ken Loach film, and I'm sure if you looked on YouTube, uh, if the whole movie isn't there, there'll be, there'll be clips of it. And I do know that there is... Um, there's a wonderful clip of the football game or soccer game. Uh, so when we were talking about the stark contrast between sporting f- facilities, if anyone is interested to look just how austere uh, or sparse the sporting facilities were in comprehensive education, have a look for that one clip. The the uh, the, the football playing clip from Kess is is a wonderful thing with Brian Glover, uh, the British actor playing the. Uh, uh, the gym teacher or the physical education teacher—it's it's a rem- <laughs> remarkable insight of just how different education is on different sides of the Atlantic. Well, we better we better call time on this. Hadn't yeah, we? I think We're, we roll right end through. End of right. the school day, as you yeah, can say, right? Exactly. Yeah. The, be- the
1: final bell's going to ring here in a minute. <laughs> That's right. well, the, I can hear the geese are back out on yeah. the lake after the after the rain. Well, we had to say it about them being quiet, and they had to—I like, say—show up at some point. And here they are. Yeah. All right, gentle listener. Well, thank you very much. for That was fun, wasn't it? I enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, well, good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's probably one that we're going to have to go back on because there are, again, a million stories from yeah, those, yeah, absolutely. We'll pick a topic related to that and move on. Join us again for another conversation down on the lake. Bye for now. Great. We'll see you next time. Yeah.